Okay, so... Doo, doo, doo. Meanwhile, at Lenox Hill. Alright, so you head over to Lenox Hill. Um, Millie, you immediately notice that the security guards are on edge. And as you come into, like, the uh, waiting room area... Are you going into, like, the main waiting room, you know, the main entrance, um, you know, everybody's being, you know, checked and they're not letting, you're not letting anybody up out of the lobby without checking. And they're almost harassing people. Like, I'm just going up to see my wife and like, uh, what room? Like they're stopping people a little bit more than would be normal. Harry flashes Yeah. he, He flashes his PI ID, I guess, for what it's worth. As they approach the uh, the desk and then, you know, gestures to, to, to Millie. Okay, um, roll your credit rating. That might work. My credit rating <laughs> is 25. No, his, he, he's flashing his uh, PI ID. So <laughs> no. he's trying to use his status as a private investigator. I rolled to, an 81. Uh, they were like, uh, they were like, okay, what of it? Oh well, you know we had uh, we had some questions. I'm working on a I'm working on a case. Uh, seems that um, the the man who disappeared is maybe tangentially uh, involved in whatever it is that's that's currently happening. This is a hospital. It ain't a school. Uh, you should best take your questions elsewhere, pal. Uh, who would we ask? I'm a nurse. Um, the thing is, he was supposedly pushing someone in front of a bus, and that doesn't seem likely because it said he was comatose in the papers. Um, a larger security guy comes over and says, uh, we're not giving out statements at this time, uh, not the private investigators or the newspapers. Uh, so unless you have hospital business here, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Um, do I, in fact, have hospital business? Hmm. Do you want to lie and say that you have fast hospital <laughs> business with a fast talk? Or do you want to try and talk your way past this guy? But they, have... are, they are not looking kindly to, uh... I could try to persuade. Okay, you can, you can, you can try. try. Uh, so... but you have to understand, they've just been, you know, it, it's... It's one of two things. They let a comatose patient walk out or they let a comatose patient be kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So security is heightened and the staff is a little twitchy right now. So They're definitely just, under the microscope. They're actually doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Right, right. He leans in a little bit closer to the big guy and he like puts up his hands you know, placatingly and he says, look, I, I read the paper in the story. I know it it seems crazy. Look, I talked to my buddy George downtown at, at the at Precinct 12. Look, if we can help you out with this, like I said, it might be related to what's going on with my thing. But maybe if you help me, I can help you. That's going to be fast talk because you didn't talk to anybody down at the fast stage. <laughs> you, you, you actually lied. So. Damn it. I could talk to, to whoever's but name you just made up. <laughs> 92 over 5. I think like, part of it is Millie gives the game away by staring at you going, what the? <laughs> All right, um, Millie, we're going to say 
I need you to make a luck check. I rolled a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are tossed out. Lisa, you fit right in. Um, <laughs> so, I rolled a hundred. So talking to anybody through the main lobby is now done. Um, there are other ways into the hospital. You know, there's the emergency ward. Um, there's the staff entrance. But you guys are not getting access to the hospital from the main lobby. So as, as they get thrown out, you know, kind of like stumbles a few steps and like pulls his jacket out, which is already rumpled because he's sleeping on the couch. He says, uh... Yeah, I don't think they're going to talk to us. No, it doesn't seem like, but but he got hurt. Did he get hurt here? Uh, no, he got hurt on the construction site. I mean, we could go over there and see if we can find out maybe what happened. Let, let things cool down a little bit here, maybe. Do you know anybody in the hospital? Maybe we could, uh, maybe if you'd make a phone call, they could meet us in the, in the, the, in the back entrance. Given that my luck roll was 100, I'm going to say no. <laughs> that that's that's what the luck roll was about. She knows no one at Lenox Hill. That seems like a, a really oddly specific thing to say, but all right, we'll we'll go with that. Um, I don't know if they could have told us anything anyway, right? I mean, might not be all lost. I mean, what are they going to say? The guy disappeared. I mean, I would have liked to get a sniff of wherever he was, see if I can pick up flowers. Oh, dude! There, there. Like I said, there are other ways into the hospital if you want to keep, if you want to get another try. Did I mention stealth is not my thing? I'm just saying there are different people you could talk to, like like the main entrance. They shut you down, but there are there is staff in the, um, you know, in the emergency room, and you know. All right. While you guys think about this, I'm going to go to the Monroe. Uh, while 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 the hot while the team Lennox Hill regroups after the ninety eight and one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, the, you know, that went pear shaped. So while you guys regroup, we're gonna go to the Monroe Apartments. Okay, do you remember the name of the roommate? I do, Frank Casey. Very good. Okay, so you're at the Monroe, and uh, there's a nervous looking doorman. He opens the door and he says, um, what floor are you guys on? Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I forgot a meeting, uh, Frank. He didn't tell me what floor. I'm so sorry. Frank Casey. Oh, okay. Um, I'll ring him. We're, uh, we're not letting people up, uh, unless somebody comes down to meet you. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm new here. Oh, okay. Um, Let him know that, um, Vivian, I'm a friend of Melvin's. Okay. He rings up and you see him on the phone and he says he, uh, he says he was expecting you. Alice said somebody'd be by. Uh, and he's like back on and he says he says you can come up. It's four C. Thank you so much. Okay, and he asks you to sign the book. Um, I sign. And you see, it's name. a brand. It's a new book. Oh. It's been maybe like two days of entries. Oh, so this new thing. Okay. How nice. Where so did... he says, "I, I don't know. I just started a couple of days ago." Oh, okay. Um, they hire more help. Uh, no, I'm the replacement. Oh, the replacement. Lucky you. What happened to the man before or woman? Oh, oh he died. Oh no! I am so sorry to hear. I'm sorry for their uh your company's loss. 
Yeah, he. Uh, from what I hear, he was a great guy. Um, I, you know, it's it's, and he's like walking you up. Mm-hmm. He's walking to the ele- He's walking you over to the elevator. He goes, "I'm happy for the job. I'm just kind of not happy at how I got it." Uh, from what everybody says, he was a real stand up, uh, really stand up sort of guy. I put my hand on um, his shoulder and I say, "Well, a job's a job, and you have to look on the bright side." Even though it was a tough situation, you're here now. Thanks. Uh, all right. Uh, and he puts you in the elevator. He goes, that's a 4C. And he kind of goes back to the desk. Um, so you get up to the fourth floor and uh, you find 4C and the door is kind of ajar. Hmm. I'm still going to knock. Yeah. You, uh, you hear somebody yell, come on in. Georgie, you want to go in first? Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'll push the door open. Okay, you push the door open. Uh, you see a lovely-looking uh, apartment. You know, the opens up into the living room. You see a uh, well-dressed man. He's kind of sitting. He's got his foot up, and it's kind of all bandaged up, like a um, looks like the ankle's been braced. Mm. Mm. He said, uh, "You the private eye." Uh, yeah, the one I was hired. Yeah. All right. Have a seat. Uh, I left the door open. It uh, takes me a bit to get back and forth. Yeah. Looking around and say, uh, is that a nice place you got here? Thanks. Thanks. It's uh, near work, so easy to get back and forth. Um, <laughs> don't know how we're going to afford the rent now that it's just me. Yeah. Sorry to hear about, uh, about your friend just kind of up and leaving it on you. Yeah, um, worried about him to be honest. I'm not really sure what's uh, what's mm-hmm. gotten into him or, or what's going on. So I'm hoping that maybe you guys can help sort that out. Um, I'll, I'll tell you whatever I can. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently, you know what uh, what he pulled with Alice, he pulled with me right after. Mm-hmm. Um, came home, said he couldn't stand being around me anymore. Um, mm-hmm. said some real, real horrible things. Um, you know, and I just hurt my ankle at work. So I'm laid up. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a choreographer. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, my ankle being blown out, uh, not a good thing, but doctor says nothing's broken. So I'm just laid up for a few. So, um, Alice is thinking maybe that I'm hurt and, She's hurt. It kind of mm. brought up all of this stuff from his 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 childhood. Mm. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But the things he said, um, and stuff. What he things sort of things he called me. No friend would ever would ever do that. You know. He. It's complicated. Did he did he say some things that may be true, but not in such a nice way? He uh. Roll a, a persuade. I can't Remember, spend we, luck we, points, we do can have I? we do have luck that we can burn. Oh, okay. Um, to I the am point willing. That's going to undo a hundred or a ninety-eight. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm willing to spend seven luck points on this. Okay. He says, um, "Look, I've always been honest with him from day one, and he never had a problem. Never had a problem with me." Uh, with the way I choose to live my life. And, you know, for him to call me those things, I mean, it was just out of nowhere. 
I mean, you think, all right, you know, I found a real stand-up friend who's going to stick by me. And for eight years, you know, I mean, we're like Robin and little John, you know, taking on the world, building our careers, you know, living our living our freaking dreams on Broadway, for Christ's sake. You know, me, a kid from Newark. And he said, uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's just calling me hateful, hateful things. Um, he smashed up two of my dolls and he shows you, he like points over and you see that there's a shelf of like collectible porcelain figures mm. and there's like gaps in it. And he says, he knows I've been collecting, you know, I've been collecting those since I was a kid. Oh, what two, uh, what two did he end up breaking? Um, he just, he swung his cane at the whole shelf. Yeah. I don't think he was aiming for anything. Other than to hurt me. He knows what they mean to me. Um, he started packing up his stuff. Saying he was leaving. I was calling him on the crap. I mean I said look this ain't like you. I don't know what's going on. But you know you got to talk to me. I mean this is bullshit. And um, and he, he went off and hit me in the gut with the cane. Knocked the wind out of me before I could stop him. Mm. I mean. <laughs> yeah never. One, I, it, that hurt less than with the things he told me, the things he said to me, what he, things he called me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, he got in a cab. Uh, Leo called him a cab downstairs, and uh, and he was gone. I mean, he was gone before I could even get downstairs to, you know, or call down to to Leo to to talk to him. Is uh is Leo the guy that we? talk to on the way up no that's that's hank that's a he's a that's good hank. kid hank. Uh, so is it like is it leo's day off then now no leo died leo died uh, yeah he had oh. a heart uh died a couple days ago yeah he, he mentioned it it briefly um as he said he was new he said it was very tragic yeah he died in his sleep uh in the apartments downstairs uh, Leo was living, a living doorman, uh, handyman, real stand-up guy. I mean, the building's not going to be the same without him. Mm. And and he was in good health, right? Oh, yeah, like an ox. Mm. Um, you know, again, Leo was one of those people who'd never problem with, yeah, with anything, with anyone. Mm. Um, and now he's gone. So there you are. You know, and, uh, they say he went in his sleep. Um, some kind of heart condition. I don't know. So uh, was there anything kind of strange, odd, you know, little little things that you might have noticed with uh, the friend here before he uh, kind of flew off the handle on you? He was twitchy for a few days um, before a um, couple days before uh, I hurt my, you know, I fell at work and. Uh, before Leo passed away, you know, um, from what I hear, I wasn't in the building at the time, but uh, Leo actually told me that uh, Melvin had been accosted by a woman in the lobby. Really? Yeah. Um, apparently, she was saying all sorts of crazy stuff. Leo claimed, uh, Leo said it was like she knew him um, and she was just going on and on. And uh, Melvin said he didn't know her. He'd never seen her before. 
and she wouldn't leave. And, you know, Melvin went upstairs and she just camped herself in the lobby. It was like causing a scene. Uh, they had to call the police and they hauled her off. And what day was this? Uh, a few days before Leo died, I think. Uh, Leo passed away on the, is it like Monday? And it's like Thursday. So Leo yeah. died on, was found dead on March 1st. All right. And he says, uh, we, uh, building all put together a nice fun to buy him a, a bit in, uh, in the evening world. Oh, that's really going to miss that guy. Hank seems good, but he's got big shoes to fill. Uh, real quick with the, the accident was what? Three days ago. Um, hold on a second. I have to find my timeline of events. He goes, oh, yeah, I fell down the stairs of the 26th. 26th, okay. <laughs> Strangest thing. I mean, I hit my head, uh, went a little sideways, but uh, they say my shoelaces were tied together. Sounds like a string of bad luck. Um, Sounds almost like uh, like you cursed. I don't know. Um, nobody would do that. I mean, I was walking around for hours. I can't see how anybody would have tied my shoe together, shoes together. Mm. Um, then the next day, that woman shows up. I that's why I wasn't down in the lobby. I was holed up here. Nah. Uh. Melvin didn't want to talk about it. I had to find most of the details out from Leo. Did but he was acting twitchy since then. Mm. Uh, shook up, sorta. It was weird. I'd never seen him like that. Did he say anything at all about the woman? Said he didn't know her. Never seen her before. But yeah, they they had to have her arrested. Mm. Yeah. Um, before, um, tell me how, how you met Melvin in the first place. Community theater. Ah, uh, the one here in New York? Yeah, I was traveling around New England with a troupe. He was doing design, stage designs. Um, got to talking, you know, um, he, he laughs and he says mm -hmm. that, you know, there's not a lot of, uh, it's a small world. You wouldn't think it is, but theater mm -hmm. people tend to know each other. We, I was a new choreographer. Uh, we ended up working in a couple of plays together, starting to talk about maybe we want to give it a shot, uh, go to, go to New York, you know, see if we can break in. And uh, so we pooled our money. Um, you know, I Melvin fitted most of the initial bills. Uh, he'd come mm -hmm. into some money and we said, now's the time. You know, he'd gotten some money from uh, uh, from, I, I think, an inheritance. And he said, we've oh. got the money. I've got the money. I'll put us up for a few months. We'll see if we can break in and make a show a go of it. Um I got hired right away. It took him uh, a month, but mm -hmm. then we were both working off off Broadway. Oh, um, and for eight years we've been building up. Um, now he's being scouted by you know Kaufman Studios and 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 Paramount Pictures, and you know I'm on a Broadway production. Chore you know, chore assistant mm -hmm. choreographer. We're doing great. You know, every sky's the Sky's the limit for where we're going. And now, you know, I don't know. I just, I just don't know. And what about, um, so you said the, it was inheritance that he had received or? 
Uh, yeah, he'd come into some money uh, right mm-hmm. when he turned 21. Right when he turned 20. Oh, okay, when he turned 21. And um, uh, some some trust somebody had left for him when he uh, mm-hmm. when he came of age. Hmm. Um, did I mean, it wasn't mention- a, it wasn't a lot. It was enough to set us up in you know in a <laughs> in a real rat hole of mm-hmm. a of a room off off Broadway. We moved into this place three years ago. Oh, okay. Um, now, what about the relationship between him and Alice? Uh, it was like a, right out of a storybook, you know? Tell me more, um, And he basically says that, you know, she saw past his limp and his cane and, uh, you know, they were the funniest couple, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, the, you know, him being so tall and her being so you know, petite and then with the mousy voice, just the cutest thing. Um, you know, she was up and coming, but she was really, you know, when he met her, she was just kind of in the background chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, her her star has been on the rise and so is his. You know, they were a great, they were a great couple. He thought the world of her and uh, the things he told her about another woman. If there was another woman, I would have known where he's mm-hmm. either at work with her or he's here with me. Mm. I mean, he doesn't do much other than work, see his lady, and, you know, come home to sleep. Mm. I mean, that's the nature of the business when you're working major productions. Of course, of course. Um, he ever mentioned any family members? No, he doesn't have any family. Uh, both of his parents passed away. Um, oh. Mom, when he was an infant, I don't think he even has a memory of her. And... Uh, the father was traveling, working, I think. Oh. Uh, he doesn't really talk much about it. Uh, you know, he you know, grew up in institutions, ward of the state, all that. Oh. You know, talk about coming up from nothing. And he's yeah. it. Look, I, I think the world of him, and I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know if him and I are ever going to be okay, but I don't want to see him throw his whole life away. Of course. So, um, you know, I, I don't know what else I can tell you. Um, did he take all of his things? Uh, may we see his room? Uh, he shows you the room. He says he just packed one bag. Is that all he had, or did he leave a bunch of stuff behind? Oh, there's a lot of there's clothes here. There's books here. Um, hmm. So there's stuff in the room. He basically cleared out the top two drawers of his dresser, threw them into uh, a suitcase. Uh, you know, a small suitcase and just mm-hmm. mm. weird. And uh, he just told you the same thing. You know, don't come looking for me. Yeah. I mean, trust me, the things he said to me, uh, it was pretty clear. Uh, we weren't going to be friends anymore. Mm. Did he tell you what to do with his things? No. 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 Like I said, I haven't even gotten that far yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not even on. I'm not even stable. I'm not even solid on two feet yet. Uh, it's a lot to. It's a lot to take in all at once. Um, I don't really have a good spot in, but I'd like to take a look around. You know, suit mm-hmm. yourself. I got a seven. Oh, well. You, well, you got a lot better than me, but... You, you, you wasted a seven, unfortunately. You don't find anything uh... of note in the room. Um, you do find lots of things he probably should have taken. Okay. Um, but he left quick. It looks like he took essentials, like 
a couple of changes of clothes, you know, undergarments, socks. Um, mm. it, it would look like just what he could grab. Ah, hmm. okay. Do you have anything else for him? I think I'm good. What about you, Georgie? Yeah. Yeah, I think we got a couple of the little follow-ups that we can do, but I think we're uh, I think we're good here. All right, he says, well, you know where to find me if uh, if you need anything else. I'm going to be held up here for at least another week. Do you need me to help you with anything before we leave? So you don't no, get up? I'll, I'll manage. You know, okay. I've got a, you know, I, I've got people I can call if I really need. Uh, I've got okay. some great neighbors. You know, like I said, there are a lot of theater people here. Uh, I know a bunch of other. You know, people in the building. Take community. Right, right. Mm. All right, well, best of luck to you. Thank you. You too. All right, so do we want to switch back to the hospital and see if you guys can make another attempt? So, uh, so Millie, uh, if he was in an accident, then they would have brought him through the emergency room. Maybe we should uh, see if we could find something down there. They didn't I kind of hate to... I kind of hate to distract people working in an emergency room. Well, there's got to be somebody working at the admittance desk, right? Make a luck check. Oddly enough, yes. Okay. Um, outside the emergency room, you find a uh, a nurse about 30, uh, smoking a cigarette, kind of leaning obviously on her break Millie you look over her you look over her and she basically has the bearing of the head of the nursing of the nursing staff it's like you kind of just yeah in your profession you can kind of glance and you know who is an alpha and who is you know she's the alpha nurse in the emergency room of Lennox Hospital the kind Mm. of no nonsense person that nothing misses there. Okay. Um I'm gonna go up to her and say, um two questions. One, would you like an extra pack of cigarettes? Uh she says, What brand? Well, I said, what are you smoking? I have no idea what she's smoking, whatever people smoked, okay. you know. Back then, maybe Paul Mall, right? All right. Um, so what's your second question? Um, that guy they brought, brought in, the one that was comatose and vanished, was there a weird smell about him by any chance? Uh, she said, well, I'm going to have you roll. You're going to need a hard success on Fast Talk, Persuade, however you're going to try and get this. Um, we're going to say persuade because you're not really lying. You're just trying to get her to talk about it. I am not as good on persuade, oddly, as I am on fast talk. I was kind of hoping I could use pharmacy or medicine. I'll allow credit rating. Uh, credit rating is, at the very least, better than persuade. Any odds I get a bonus die on account of the cigarettes? I will um, give you a cur- bonus die on the cigarettes. I'm currently handing over the rest of my pack of cigarettes. Like he shakes okay. one out yeah. <laughs> and lights it and then gives her Wait, the no, it's two ten-sided dice. I roll not two, I mean two tens, not two ones. Right. Um, Those would be non-Euclidean dice if they were one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a joke about that in the dragon years ago. Sadly, my 
credit rating is 25, and I rolled a 33, even with the bonus die. Do you want to burn luck? Probably more. Uh, Or, Harry, do you want to step in and and try and persuade her? um, As you're handing her your pack of cigarettes? Sure. You kind of see that she does. She takes the pack. She's kind of giving Millie the side eye, so you know she's not fine. She's not eager to talk. Look, uh, this is uh, all completely off the record. Uh, we're just. In, I'm investigating a case. He shows his his ID. Uh, any anything you could tell us would be uh, we'd really appreciate. It. Right, An off the record case. Okay, I'm gonna allow the persuade roll. All right. Uh, 66 oh, out of 65. I'll spend a lot. You need a hard success. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm not spending 30 some luck. <laughs> All right. Do you, uh, Millie, do you want to spend the, the luck points to make this roll? Um, can I spend them on my roll, not his? No, on, on your roll. I'll be on your roll. Uh, hang on. 33. Uh, so I'm spending what? Eight points? Yeah, I can afford to spend eight. All right. She says, we're not supposed to talk about it, but... This know. conversation never happened. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I know the cops are saying he walked out of here. There's no way he would have walked out of here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm... You know... She says, I've seen my share of traumatic brain injuries. You know, I was with the Red Cross in France. Oh my god, says Millie, who has some idea of what that means. Right. <laughs> um, she says the amount of damage he took to his brain, it was amazing that he even got to the hospital. Um, he probably wasn't going to last a week. Um, and for the police say that he, one, walked out of here, that we kind of let him slip, that he wandered out of here, and that he was wandering around for a week? No. Not happening. Uh, no. No way physically possible. And I've seen miracles. I mean, I've seen guys come back from nothing. There was not enough there. I mean, we're, we're you know, we didn't want to let his family see him. Oh, geez, that bad? Um, the, you know, when they say hit him in the head, we're talking the face, the head. Um, they're the, you know, she basically refers to him like a clock. Um, you know, the 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 spring was winding down on them, on him. Yeah. You know, we're not. They don't want anybody talking about it because they're worried about a lawsuit. Um, I don't know why someone smuggled him out, and I don't know how he wound up under a bus. None, yeah. of it make, none of it makes sense. Um, I all I, all somebody... I can imagine is he was already dead when somebody pushed him in front of the bus. Because there's no way he was going to last a week outside of a hospital. Well, I mean, the woman who was in that accident, she doesn't remember seeing him. She just remembers being pushed. And for all I know, some sick person could have... Shove both of them in front of a bus for some sick reason. Look, whatever it is, don't change the price of tea in China for me. That's um, fair. Um, That's fair. You know, uh, I this is my corner of the hospital. It didn't happen here. 
he didn't you know he didn't vanish from the emergency room so at that point i stopped caring i get you he never regained consciousness or nothing not from what i heard i mean he came through here i helped stabilize him uh for well the good it did uh basically just you know ran up his hospital bill a few days before the you know timer ran out on him but um that man was dead when the bricks hit him. His heart just hadn't stopped beating yet. Yeah. Well, thanks. He says, thanks for the cigarettes. And uh, she checks her watch and she says, back to it. And uh, she heads back and, you know, tosses this, you know, I don't, uh, she probably smokes inside the hospital. So she probably takes a cigarette in, in with her. She was just uh, getting a breath of fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think we're good there. So what do you, I mean, the hospital wouldn't lose him, right? I mean, look, in theory, in theory, any of it could happen. In practice, she wouldn't lose him. Um, They wouldn't lose him. I mean, either he up and walked out on his own or someone stole him. If someone stole him, that's really weird and disturbing. If he walked out on his own, that's a different weird and disturbing. That's that's probably worse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I mean, people used to snatch bodies a long time ago, but that's not like this. Nineteen twenty-five. There ain't ain't nobody snatching bodies now. If someone was going to snatch the body, who is a doctor? There wouldn't be a record of him coming in. They would have cleaned up that shit. Yeah, yeah. You you make there there way I mean why am I talking about this? The point is they wouldn't have paperwork if they were making the body disappear. Um, if it were other people making the body disappear, the body wouldn't come back. What she's not saying is ghouls. <laughs> she's quite confident if ghouls were behind this, there wouldn't be a body. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, so that leaves some very disturbed person setting up some little play and hopefully that same person trying to drive Melville uh, around the bend and that's the best case scenario. Okay, we're going to say that at this point the group reconvenes at the office. So probably convenes on and that's the best case scenario. (laughs) We stopped and I got another another carton of cigarettes along the way back. Yeah, so uh, with the, the hospital was interesting. Um, the nurse there who saw him in the emergency room said he was all right back. dead. When they Keep talking, I can hear you. Yep. So uh, I, it doesn't seem likely that he walked out of there, which means either somebody snatched him or if he walked out of there, there's something else going on. What? Well, you know all about the the the, the crazy occult stuff, right? I mean, that's your mm-hmm. that's your ballywick, right, Viv? It is. Yes, it definitely is. I'm just surprised you don't see it that often. No, thank God for that. Mm. What did you guys find out? Anything? Oh, not uh, not too much, but uh, you know, the uh, just that the uh, Melvin had kind of turned sour a little bit. Looks like it had kind of been building up a little bit for uh, for a few days before he finally had his uh, his explosion. But uh, yeah, he, I mean, he had attacked he attacked Frank and uh, 
And yeah, the uh, th- there was also a uh, one of the was it the doorman mm-hmm, guy? Doorman. Yeah, yeah, he had uh, he had died a few days earlier. Oh, Not sure if it has anything to do with it, but it looked like a uh, sound like he was a pretty healthy guy that just kind of up and died of a heart attack in the middle of the night. Hmm. Huh. A lot, so of, got a lot of deaths. Too you're, weird. You're, you're you're forgetting a major thing that happened before the death. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> so we got two odd deaths. Hmm. One possible reanimation, one major personality shift. Well, could it be that, you know, all right, so these guys are all, they all work in the theater. Could this be so? The construction worker didn't work in the theater. Well, but maybe, maybe somebody's got a score to settle and they've got a really wicked sense of humor using the dead body to stage this accident. I mean, that would be best case scenario. Hmm. You got to put it on the table, right? Yeah, oh. we uh, we also did learn a couple of little things about uh, about Melvin's past too. So oh. it sounded like he had uh, he had come into a little bit of money from a from a trust fund or something like that. I thought he had his, no uh, a few years ago. I mean, not no more. Just because you're an orphan now, you still had to have been born from someone, right? Um, he also uh, the trust he had- fund. He had a, an interesting encounter with a um, a local, someone who uh, just woman just came in there and I think started yelling at him. Somebody that he knew. Apparently not, according to uh, his roommate. Yeah, he but uh, trust woman. me, there's uh, there's a lot of people that I've gotten in, uh, into arguments with that uh, I'd rather not say that I knew. So could be a woman, no. Did she show uh, up before or after the doorman died? Uh, after. Oh, no, before, because no. they uh, yeah, Leo it had taken before. care of him. So yeah. Yeah. So she shows up, the doorman mysteriously dies, this guy who's in the hospital, comatose and dying, suddenly gets up or is helped out of the uh, hospital, and he and this woman wind up in front of a bus, and then her fiance has a weird personality shift. Wait, let me check those dates again. <laughs> yeah, note I am still missing one key data point in character. Okay. Uh, so the twenty third is the construction site. This woman shows up the twenty seventh. Uh, Leo die. Wait, no. The woman shows up the twenty seventh. Mm. Then our client gets hit the twenty eighth. Then, like a day or two later, Leo dies. Um, uh, the attack on Alice was March second. Oh, the attack on Alice was March second. Was Leo dies? Okay, uh, hang on. Le- Leo died on March first. Leo dies on March first. Wait, he has the argument with his roommate before Leo died, right? No. 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 Um, Melvin has his incident with Alice and Frank on the same day, which is March uh, 3rd. Second, 3rd. Okay. Second or 3rd, so. You, no, you're right, the 3rd. So let me do this again. 23rd is construction site. 26th, though I don't know it yet, in character, roommate falls. 27th. 
strange woman shows up and is arrested. Uh, the woman shows up and is arrested, right? Um, First is Leo. Leo dies one March. Most accidents on the second. Comatose guy and our client under bus two March. And Melvin, is it? V I N? Mm hmm. Melvin uh, breaks ties three March. Okay. And I imagine you're like sitting at the secretary's typewriter, like typing a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, so Harry, it might be, uh, might be something good for you to check out, maybe with your, uh, with your copper buddies. That uh, looks like they, uh, they took the lady over to the station. She, uh, she had kind of set up shop in the lobby, and they had to call the police to come and get her. Oh, yeah, if they took her downtown, I should be able to uh, ring somebody up and see if I can't get some information about that. They probably let her go. But- I mean, like, we're talking at this point, too many possibilities. Family curses, the other kind of curses, possession, just flying off the handle, and some kind of weird mob shit. Did I leave anything out? Yeah, so. There, there might be something in uh, in Melvin's past that he wasn't aware. Of. Maybe his, uh, you know, maybe his parents are part of some kind of uh, some kind of cult or something. And there's some uh, some curses hooked up with that. Mm. You know, maybe that's why all these people are dying around him now. Who knows? I mean, trust fund that could mean just about anything about one's family. Yeah. Millicent remembers a case a couple of years back in cl- involving a, a, an Olympic hopeful. Oh, boy. <laughs> but if they had money to give them a trust fund, why wouldn't they just take care of the kid then? Like, what's the point? They were dead. It wasn't a lot of money. It was just yeah, it was a Yeah, it was enough for them settled. to get, like, a crappy apartment and mm. all that kind of stuff. It, it wasn't sure something is. significant that you would, you know, go out to dinner for. It was enough to get them by. I mean, good news. I guess we can actually rule out the great race of youth. <laughs> can we ever really? <laughs> well, no, but I'm being hopeful here. Okay, so I think it'd be helpful if we started to organize the threads we still have to that you know you can look into because you've got a you've got a lot of stuff that you can look at and. Uh, uh, the guy who drove the bus. Bus driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, the co-workers, police. the police, and longer shot the co-workers. So I think bus driver and police. Bus driver and police. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. construction site, too, right? What happened at the construction site? Oh, good point. Was it mm-hmm. something that happens normally or something weird? Right, right. Um, is that it? I mean, there's others that are less likely to pan out, like what do the co-workers, you know, in the Broadway show think about all of this, that sort of thing. But I think they're just going to tell us more of what we already know. Yeah. I mean, did he say where he was going when he packed his bag? No, he um nope. he packed up very quickly. He left a yeah, lot left of things. Yeah, left a bunch of stuff taken. behind. Anything useful? Anything... Uh... No. All right. 
So yeah, uh, bus driver police. Okay, do you guys want to do one more scene, or do we want to stop here? Um, I have to get up at six. Okay, so... so I'm a little think, fried. Alright, I think that this was a good first session. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully we got all the bad rolls out of the way! I mean, my god! Oscar, in one of your comments, you say... Oh, come on. In order for this to do this to the party, they would all have to blow these rolls and then these rolls. Oscar, I present to you yes, us! The worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so do your closing, and then we'll chat for a minute or two. Sure, sure, sure. All right, I want to thank everybody for checking this out. Um, we have a Patreon up. If you want to throw a couple of shekels all our way, that would be great. Uh, do you guys have a Patreon, Oscar? Or is it just a tip jar nope. on the website? Nope, it's just yeah, tip jar on the website. Hey, look, if you like these games that Oscar's running, we have a, a whole campaign for Cthulhu Invictus. I prefer that you throw money at the creator. So if you want to throw some cash over Oscar's way uh, as well, we, we we can I can I uh, can I uh, hawk something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are we are having a, a special sale on. Uh, the Eldritch New England uh, Holiday Collection. So you can get your copy and start running the campaign, uh, which begins with the expanded edition of Halloween in Dunwich in time for Halloween. Uh, We're selling the physical book for the physical digital combo price. Uh, So you get the PDF free with the physical book and a free 8x10 with every order while supplies last. It's the 8x10 of the cover art. And this is something you should be tweeting as well. <laughs> yes. Well, I did. I did tweet it. Oh, I didn't see it. Shit. All right. Sales been going on for a week. Oh, God damn it. All right. I have to go back and retweet it. <laughs> All right. We do also have coffee for sale. A little bit of the money comes back to the show. If you enjoy a good cup of coffee, Birds of a Feather Coffee Company makes awesome, freshly roasted, small batch craft coffee roaster. Uh, our own GM Neal, or sometimes GM Neal. Uh, has his own uh, coffee business there. So we uh, ask you to check that out as well. Even if you don't buy the Legendary Brew, there's a link in the show notes or go to tinyurl.com forward slash Legendary Brew to get that nice, easy drinking medium roast. Uh, Their other coffee blends are fantastic as well. It's the only coffee that I buy uh, or coffee if you're from New York, I guess, or northern New Jersey. That was not good. That was not. (laughs) No. Uh, I think that's it. Likes, ratings, reviews on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher of choices is extremely helpful. Bumps up in the algorithms, just gets more people downloading the show, and then we get to share all of this fun and good times with you. So that's thanks again for bo- checking bo- it out. Boids of a feather coffee. There you go. <laughs> Buy some today. <laughs> I need you to. There's like that's so effortless. It's like I realize <laughs> that it's it's the exaggerated New York. But it's like, if I just didn't concentrate, that's how it would sound, probably. (laughs) Tweet, tweet. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.